Welcome to the Home for Infinite Losers. This is the podcast where in the course of the next five minutes, we're going to talk about every single episode of Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super. Maybe we'll squeeze a little GT in there. Who knows? <laughs> I'm your host. It's me. I'm Luke. Hi. And I got with me. I got Mike. <sighs> oh, honey. And, uh, and I've got Emily. Hi. <laughs> hey, we hit a real nadir last last week. There was just a lot of... Uh, sexualization of teens and underage uh, uh, sexual harassment, uh, and thank thankfully we got away from that and got back into good old fashioned sexual assault. Oh, and kidnapping, and, and, and kidnapping, <sighs> and kidnapping, and, and of like eight year olds. Dear God, more piss. Oh yeah, oh, listen, thank the pit, God, the... return the form. <laughs> yeah. Some piss, some some hilarious man in a dress jokes, some in the English version at least, some vaguely racist accents. It's uh-huh. all they're really just checking off uh offensive bingo. Y'all, I'm 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 starting to think Dragon Ball's bad. I'm uh, I'm starting to think it's, it's just bad. Oh uh, I mean, I wanna argue with you, but based on what we've seen so far, I cannot. Maybe the next arc will be better, but this arc is bad. Yeah. 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 It's just mm. at least so far. <sighs> I mean, there's some episodes coming up that are good, I think, maybe. The, yeah, I mean, I think I think Kamehameha's are gonna start getting thrown around pretty soon, if I remember right. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Kamehameha's well, are cool. You, you mean you mean Master Roshi's gonna come back? I mean yes, yeah. but as a trainer to Goku, so maybe it'll be less I don't think Bulma's in it as much. So I mean that's that'd be a shame because I like Bulma's kind of my favorite character so far. I mean, yeah, so far Bulma's yeah yeah. If I remember right, there's an episode coming up where like we meet Chi Chi for the first time and her dad's castle is on fire and Master Roshi shows up to shoot a Kamehameha at it that puts out the fire for reasons. Of course, because it's because it's because it's airbending. Right. Well, but that's as, as we learned in the live action movie, Kamehameha's airbending. Oh, is that? I don't remember anything about the live action movie. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> I remember the part where he tries to comb his hair down and then it springs back up, and that's about it. Because that one two-second-long joke in the movie is amazing. And there's also a scene where he dodges the bully's attacks and makes the bully break his own car. Right. Yeah, that does sound familiar. Which is Anyhow. kind of uh, would be okay in a different movie, but sort of that one, it's not good. Yeah. We are talking about this week, of course, the episode that's the fourth one, Oolong the Terrible. And it's, you know, at least they're being honest about it. <laughs> I mean, the 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 uh, Japanese title is a little more on the nose. It's Oolong the mm. Kidnapping Monster, or Demon, yeah. depending on the translation. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I guess let's just dive on in. Um, we open on what's kind of the, the stock standard opening of this show which is Goku and Bulma just uh, zooming off through the, the wilderness. Except Goku's got himself a flying cloud now. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and he's doing he's doing six stunts, and Bulma would prefer that he didn't do that. Right, and Bulma is, like, trying to speed as much as possible to keep up with him, and she ends up, like, ramping the bike on accident, and she has, like... A good 15 seconds of airtime off of it. I don't understand the physics of this motorcycle. <laughs> but yeah, like how she like gets on Goku's case for like flying dangerously when he's fine. He's in the air. What's he gonna do? Right. He's not gonna run into like a cloud. Like right. she's the one who needs to pay attention. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. She basically drives off a cliff because she's not paying attention. <laughs> but in and, any case, uh, uh, Bulma falls and quite literally busts her ass. Yeah, yeah. She hurts her butt real bad. Yep. And then she's upset, but then Goku notices that a Dragon Ball that fell out of her backpack is glowing, which means there's another one nearby. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they see a nearby village and think, well, that seems like as good a place as any to start searching. Let's head off. I do like how Bulma instantly changes her mood when she sees something yeah. like, you know, she was doing crocodile tears there. <laughs> uh, I mean, listen, hey, Bulma, I know you're in excruciating pain, but we're near one of the seven magical artifacts that can grant your heart's deepest desire. I might try and suck it up if that happened also. I yep, don't get and- that impression. I get the impression that Bulma just likes still wine. <laughs> yeah, you know. It could be both. <laughs> but I mean, I love that about her. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. And I mean, we're gonna we're gonna have her heart's deepest desire strongly reinforced in this episode, and it's oh, yeah. the D. <laughs> <laughs> she is one thirsty girl. Oh yeah. So uh, they get to town, and they they confirm the Dragon Ball is definitely here, but the town seems like it might be abandoned. There's nobody anywhere out and uh bulma's ready to say ah this place must be a ghost town but goku can sense the energy of the people here yeah okay uh, it's just think is yeah that's like the first indication that he has that capability i I'm think i remember that's in the japanese yeah it is because i'm watching it uh i'm re-watching it now with the subtitles as we're going just because that's what funimation defaulted to okay but uh yeah yeah he says he can sense people here um, he ends up just picking a house and starts knocking on the door because he thought he saw a face in the window briefly. The, also, the door... the door has a name on it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sherman Priest. They, in English, it says Sherman Priest on this door. Goku knocks and knocks, but no one answers, so he just punches a hole in the door because, you know, I mean, Goku, I never answer my door. I just assume it's a UPS guy and just wait for them to go away so I can crack my door open and drag the package in like some sort of hermit. <laughs> don't, don't burst, don't bust people's doors down when they don't answer. That's all I'm saying. Or oh, you might get axed in the head. Yeah, uh, Sherman Priest had a huge axe at the ready and he brings it down on Goku's head. Uh, but because Goku is Superman, uh, it just, the axe, hand, the axe head shatters on him. And it does hurt him. I feel like this is the first time Goku has been, like, meaningfully injured. Yeah, He's got, like, a big, like, cartoon lump on his head. (laughs) And uh, at this point, listen, all I'm saying, he's the first person to actually harm Goku in this whole show. I think Goku's made clear that, like, it's painful for him to get shot. Yeah, okay, fair enough, fair enough. But I'm just saying... They need to put Sherman Priest in that Dragon Ball fighting game coming out next year. He is pretty strong, though, if you think about it. Because, like, gun bullets didn't cause a bruise like that. Right. So this dude's, like, pretty beefy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that that's that's my uh, that's my petition. Sherman Priest for Dragon Ball Fighter Z. If they can put, you know, Nappa in there, this guy clearly has the exact same level of recognizability. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I mean, like, Nap at least has internet character. memes at, his, at the ready. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I don't know what Nappa. you're talking about. Nah. Jajita, That's how does how do you feel about the fact that that is my first and primary exposure to Dragon Ball? 
I mean, I, we talked about it on episode zero. I, you know, I, I would prefer if you were going in blind, blind, but that's impossible. So, oh well. <laughs> yeah. But so uh, you're y'all ready to talk about Pocawatha? Uh, no, I never will be. Can we just move Which, on? By the way, Pocawatha is not named in the Japanese version. It gave her a name in the English version. Presumably oh, good. to be like to try yeah. and be less culturally insensitive. I, I How is that less culturally insensitive? So, because so, they're saying to say that she is native? Because she wears a little native headdress, is what we're saying. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Near as I can tell is that I think I, I think Akira Toriyama was trying to imply that this town had kind of an old west vibe to it. Because like yeah. this is this town's terrorized every day by this mysterious stranger, and then these other mysterious strangers show up out of nowhere and and run him out of town on a rail. You know, right. and I, I I think it's just like when you're in Japan, as far as you know, like Native American like headdresses are just like that's just part of the old West aesthetic. What what's 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 sure. racism? You know. So I, I I think that's why in this in this episode we just have just a bunch of random people dressed like Native Americans running around in this town. It does suck, though. We need to be clear on that. It sucks yeah, real bad. Yeah, it sucks. And at least they don't understand, like, American race politics. Like, I, they probably have their right. own in Japan. Yeah. But, yeah. We, don't need to get, we don't need to get super into it, but we, no. we do have to make note of it because it's weird. Right, right. Because there will also be adult uh, people in, you know, like, traditional Indian headdresses and stuff that just talk... In the English dub, at least, they talk a little bit like, you know, you would expect a stereotypical Indian to talk. Uh, I don't know. And it's, it's not weird great. weird and bad. Yeah. And it's not even the only kind of racist accent we get in this episode, in the dub. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, oh, right, yes, yes. I was gonna say, well, I mean, I, I grant that Australian accent's bad, but I don't know if I go <laughs> so far as racist. Oh, wait, you mean the other one. <laughs> <laughs> I just but, uh, about this show. There's so many accents. They just <laughs> they really wanted to hit, you know, they they they, they were trying to fuck up apparently. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. Goku explains uh, uh Sherman Priest rather explains that uh he's so sorry for trying to hurt the great and powerful Oolong and he begs for mercy. And Goku's like, "I don't know who that is. I don't drink tea." <laughs> At which point, everyone realizes that this kid is not Oolong, and everyone runs out uh, to greet him. And uh, they explain the plight of their village, which is that they are uh, besieged by a horrible shapeshifter named Oolong, who takes all sorts of monstrous and demonic forms, and uh, is kidnapping the daughters of the village. Which would already be pretty bad, but the daughters in question are like eight. They are. So there's something we actually find out, and again, it's a, it's another weird sub V dub difference. Mm-hmm. Oolong is also supposed to be really young himself, like younger than Bulma, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he says, like, oh. like, Bulma says she's 16, and he's like, "Oh, she's older than me, but this other girl's slightly younger than me." Yeah, he's okay. really referred to as a kid once his identity is revealed, and but it's. It absolutely does not come across in the dub because no, because like, the we... dub he talks like an old New Yorker. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's very Danny DeVito esque, is what we were yeah, talking about. Yeah, absolutely, off the air. Danny DeVito would play Oolong in the Dragon Ball movie if yes. they put Oolong in the Dragon Ball movie, which they did not, or if they could have afforded Danny DeVito, which they could not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in this, like, he's supposed to be like a, a kid. 
Like okay. maybe maybe older than Goku. I, I get Goku's age is kind of a weird mystery still, but like right. I think right. he's supposed to be about the same age as the girls he's kidnapping. Okay, so that makes it's still bad, but it's not as bad. At least he's not okay. a pedophile, is what we're right, saying. Right, right, yes. <sighs> okay, that Which that is, is still bad though. That is marginally better. <laughs> yeah, they've not even cleared the lowest bar. But at least they didn't trip and fall over their own shoes, I guess. At least I don't they didn't know. Start digging. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, anyway, uh, Goku's like, "Well, that this all sucks. I'm gonna beat this guy up because that's what I do. I'm Goku." He's also checking. He's he's randomly patting people's crotches to see whether or not they're girls. So right? That's yeah, yeah. He. <sighs> po- I, I've already forgotten the, her racist name. What is it? Pokawatha. Pogawatha, like, he's like, oh, are you a girl? And she says, yeah, and she, he just reaches up and slaps her crotch to confirm. Well, he touches her first and then asks if she's a girl and she gets all embarrassed. And then Bulma's like, you fucking shit, and she punches him in the face. He does yes. it to an old woman later, too. It's it's fucked. The old, the old woman's kind of into it. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> is. <laughs> and then dumb, at least she goes, my, what a randy no, young I man. Mean, she doesn't say, what a randy young man, which is a great line, but she goes, like, oh, my stars, or something like that. Like, you know. Right, yeah. She's yeah, embarrassed, she's like, but she's not She's, like, upset. grinning and hiding her blushing cheeks, which, man, I don't know if that's worse or better anymore. I kind of think it's better. Distra- <laughs> because now the old lady's the pedophile. Yeah. yeah. It's just jumping she's about just this. flattered, you know? Like, it's... Uh, I don't know. In any case, so, the short version... Oolong is explained to be this horrible shape-shifting demon who's terrorizing the town. Uh, he showed up yesterday and is like, Hey, I'm gonna come back at noon tomorrow and take your daughter away. Have her ready for me. Bye! And at this point, Goku and Bulma, like, they're not really, like... They're not really being, like, good Samaritans yet. Like, they're not they're not immediately going like, Oh, we'll help you. The thing that compels them to do something about this Oolong situation is the fact that the aforementioned old woman who gets patted down... Uh, has a Dragon Ball, and Bulma just basically, like, makes a deal right then and there, like, hey, we'll take care of your Oolong problem if you give us that ball. I I, I do like how yeah. she says, like, okay, both her and Master Roshi mentioned that, like, these balls have been around for a really long time, like, Master Roshi found it 100 years ago, she's like, oh, my grandmother had this, and she's quite old, so right, your right. grandmother would be very old. I like how, like, it implies that these Dragon Balls, like, stay dormant for, like, hundreds of years before they get right, yes, again. Right, yes, yes. But, like, later on in the series, like, yeah. they're just making wishes, like, every fucking arc. Like, well, I think right, the idea is that supposedly no one knows what they do. Like, no one knows the Dragon Balls are a thing for the most part. But once they do, they just find them, like, ev- and they didn't have a dragon radar either. So I guess that's yeah. Yeah, I took it a lot as, like, Bulma's invention of the dragon radar has kind of been a huge game-changer. Yeah. yeah. So, here's a question, um, and and I apologize if this is getting into spoiler territory or getting, like, too far ahead. Is it ever addressed how Bulma found out about the Dragon Balls? No, uh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, my, my impression is that they're just kind of an old legend, and, you know, Bulma is a, you know, very, uh inventive person and she just came up with the dragon radar i was like oh hey it works maybe the brief family had one dragon ball to start with i would imagine that's the case yeah and then she's going the legend about them and she's like wait they give off some kind of energy 
and then she like figured it out kind of thing. I I would like to see that story actually. That'd yeah. be a good story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, what even happens? What happens? Um, they uh, so they, they decide... that, that Australian guy I talked about shows up at this point. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so like, they... call uh, blimey, sailors! I can't believe you're gonna <laughs> fight the Oolong. Oh my god. Okay, this podcast is over. No, no no more. Uh Uh-oh, I can't believe you're going to fight the Oolong. (sighs) It was one thing to make me watch a bad show, Luke. This is is beyond the pale. What's the matter, Mike? Can we get Julian here? (laughs) (laughs) Or Tyler? I don't know why we'd need it. I'm doing a perfect Australian accent. Oh my god, Luke. So, they hatch a plan to put Goku in a dress, and he's gonna pretend to be Pokawatha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because... Because, yeah. 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 In any case, so... Oolong shows up, and he's, he's a, a big, giant scary demon red man. monster. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a red o- Oni... Yeah, yeah. Uh, he has in like a white suit with flowers. So you know he's gonna kidnap this girl, but at least he's gonna treat her right. I can't even that I said that as a joke. Well, I mean, like <laughs> we kind of see later I mean, that they're not okay. To get, yeah, but... not to get ahead of ourselves, but that's kind of the punchline of the episode. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he comes forward, and they they instruct Goku not to let him see his face because that'll give it away. Because. Man. Anyway, uh, so he kind of, like, turns and hides his face and just kind of does a girl voice, which is weird because Goku's voice actor is a girl. Um, they don't... He doesn't really do a voice in the Japanese, though. He just kind of says, no. like, oh, whatever. I mean, yeah, his voice is very high-pitched already in the gir- in the Japanese version. Yeah, and also he's just... He's, he's really bad at keeping up the act, and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, he acts like, you know, he's kind of trying to deflect Oolong and just not go along with the shit. Bulma's watching through the hole in the door that uh, Goku punched earlier to break yeah. into whatever his name's house. Sherman his Priest. name is Sherman Priest, and he's the most important character, Mike. Okay, Sherman Priest, sure. Um, <laughs> Your the, understanding the... of this entire continuity is, like, hinges on you knowing about Sherman Priest, so you better shape All right, up. sure, sure. Hey, Chelsea, since I know you're our editor now, oh, by the way, uh, <laughs> folks, Chelsea's <laughs> editing these episodes now. Uh, yeah. She did you... a great job last episode, let me tell you. She really she did. She really did. Um, Chelsea, can you name this episode the Ballad of Sherman Priest, please? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I approve. Alright, um, sure. Yeah. Uh, in any case, so, uh, Goku's doing a real bad job, and then Oolong thinks, oh, you know what, maybe if I don't present myself as a monster, this will go easier. And, yeah. And he turns into a handsome man. Handsome, yeah. debonair gentleman. Yeah, with like a white trench coat, uh, and he's like, there is this better young lady, and it, <laughs> yeah. it's not. But it it is for Bulma who completely <laughs> loses it over this guy. Bulma like like storms out of the place, hard eyes is like, holy shit! Let me get on that D right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She uh, is she the like thirstiest human being who has ever lived. <laughs> she like Sweet throws Jesus. her she like throws her jacket open and sticks her boobs okay, out. Okay, oh, so. Yeah. This we just talk about this for a second. Okay, so like in the in the other one, he's like, "Oh, you're so beautiful. Like, are are you really true?" And she goes like, and he opens up. She's like, "Oh, I'm all woman," and shows her boobs. But in the other yeah. one, he just asks like, "What's your bus size?" And she immediately is like, "85 <laughs> centimeters." And, like, she's like super eager to like be like, "Yes, I have a piece of meat for you to 
like right, know, right. Evaluate. I I love Bulma check so out much. these tits. Like <laughs> while he's like staring at her and trying to think about what he's gonna do, she's like, "Come on, aren't you gonna kidnap me and take me back to your lair?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then he starts having to think like, but... "Oh, there's this there's this girl who's older than me and has really big boobs." Oh, but also, I've got this really pretty little girl that I was going to kidnap. Oh, no. How do I choose? He starts fantasizing about motorboating boobs. Yeah. That happens in this episode. Yep. Look at Fulma's face. She's oh, so yeah, excited. She, she's <laughs> so into this. so much. <laughs> like, I'm beginning to understand why this is why Bulma would, like, go seeking these ancient artifacts just to get a boyfriend. She is right. so... So overwhelmingly addicted to the D, y'all. Just, <laughs> holy crap. It just seems to me, though, that if she's going to throw herself at every single creepo that comes along, she wouldn't need magical dragon balls to get this done. Well, I mean, he, he has to be, like, really handsome, I guess, is the thing. Sure. But while he is trying to make up his mind, Goku decides he really needs to pee and goes and lifts his dress up. And uh, goes to pee on a tree, and Ulan goes to check it out. And wow, he's devastated and shocked that this person he thought was a girl has a penis. And this, I don't like this show. Cry. It's a bad <sighs> show. Yeah. As a translating on this podcast, yeah. not a big fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As just but, a, a person uh, in general, like, not right, a big yeah. fan. Sure, no, no. but, you know, no. yeah, but, yeah. Uh, so, Oolong is thrown into a rage and turns into a gigantic bull with a racist Mexican <sighs> accent. Yeah. Trans panic and racism. And, and Sherman Priest actually starts yelling at Bulma for, like, fucking up the yep. ruse. Yeah, Bulma runs inside and Sherman Priest is like, Seriously, we explained this guy's deal to you. What's wrong with you? Well, what's funny yep. is, like... In the in the Japanese version of a subtitle, like, oh, she's got a problematic personality too. <laughs> yeah, like this That's dude's like, good. lady, your your fucking insatiable thirst has doomed us all. Man, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like, I like he's calling out how the entire show's problematic. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. But in any case, Bulma's like, all right, Goku, uh, the jig is up. Just fucking beat the shit out of him, but don't kill him because right. we need to find out where he kept the the girls he kidnapped. So Goku keeps challenging Oolong to come at him, bro, and he doesn't. He just keeps trying to intimidate Goku into running away, and it's Goku. He's too dumb to be afraid. And then something or unexpected happens. Well, sure. Well, uh, he's too dumb. But he's he's yeah. dumb. But like, he's, in this case, he's doing the right thing. Right. So Oolong runs away and runs outside of town and transforms just outside of the gate as Goku chases after him, but he loses sight of him during the transformation, as Oolong reverts to his true form, a pig man in a red army uniform. Yep. And then we he tricks Goku into, like, he he did he does the old, like, he went that away kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we get a narration. Uh, it's either yeah, Oolong... Yeah, like, Oolong looks at the camera and says, uh, yeah, so let me explain my gimmick. Now, I will say, uh, in, in the original Japanese, it's just the narrator giving this explanation. It's not Oolong himself. Oh, okay. Yeah. I kind of like it being Oolong. Yeah, I like it better, too. But he's So, basically, the deal is, he could take any form, but he can only maintain it for five minutes. Right. And then once he reverts to his... The length of this entire podcast. If you 
So you can you can measure this really well once we're done with this podcast. If you listen to every episode back to back, that's how long Oolong can maintain his form. Yeah. But the <laughs> one little extra detail we don't get in in the dub is that not only does not only can he only stay transformed for five minutes, but once he untransformed, he has to wait another minute before he can turn into something else. Yeah, and there's a bit of Oolong like checking his watch that like you you get the sense there's a time limit in the dub, but they don't outline that part. Uh, yeah. Ula explains that even though he's adorable, he can't get any goyles. Uh, <laughs> no goyles. Uh, <laughs> so he went to shapeshifting school to learn how to become a shapeshifter. Now hold the fuck on. Uh-huh, yes. Shapeshifting school. Uh-huh. uh-huh that's a thing. Yes. I can't. I I feel like there's not there's not really like a specific problem with that I can bring up. I just feel right. like that's something we can't like gloss over. Well, Mike, can I tell you something? Yeah, it's gonna come back later. Oh boy, it's <laughs> <laughs> really good. Emily, I I haven't seen I don't think as much Dragon Ball as you have. Do do, do they actually show the shape shifting school at some point, or do we just meet another student of it? I don't think we ever see the school. I don't okay. think, but don't quote me on that. I just love that that's just a skill you can learn, like cooking. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I just took some shape-shifting courses over at the Learning Annex. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to Dragon Ball World. Yeah. Except for, like, you know, the dinosaurs and, like... I mean, dinosaurs right. are cool, but they could kill me. And also, yeah. like, DBZ, the city's being exploded Yeah, by, by DBZ, it's really not a great place to live. <laughs> But uh, Goku comes back having lost Oolong, or so he thinks, and uh, he just goes back to tell him, like, yeah, uh, he ran away, but he's probably hiding nearby, so be careful. And Oolong realizes he needs to transform into something really scary so that he'll intimidate Goku off. And the scariest thing that he can think of is Soup Robot? Yeah, his Gigantor at lunchtime. (laughs) (laughs) And, like... How did he get the giant bowl of ramen? That's just part of... I guess it's part of his body, right? It's fucked up! But he like <laughs> he burns his thumb on the soup and then drops it later. That's true. Maybe he doesn't have one of his kidneys anymore. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he, he emerges in this, like, uh, robot knight outfit with a bowl of ramen and uh, some chopsticks. He tells Goku that he's going to pick him up and dunk him in the soup and eat him uh, unless he runs away. And Goku's like, yeah, no, nah, you're definitely faking. I'm not this... I'm, I'm a moron, but I'm not this dumb. And uh, A little kid comes up behind him, David Goliath style, and then right. hits him with a slingshot. And it hurts yeah. him a lot. But here's the thing, and we were talking about this when I watched it uh, just now with Mike and uh, Cassie was here too. But like... Is he weak or not? Because he's like, it shows him like breaking a sidewalk and like crushing a building. Right. And like when he stomps on the ground, the earth shakes. My yeah. theory so, like, is that he can break stuff. Like he can make certain parts of his body while transformed really strong if he like concentrates. Like he can mm. stomp real good and hit something real good. But like if he's not paying attention to a part of his body, it's as weak as it would normally be. So when little fucking, like, Huck Finn-ass little snot-nosed turd here shows up and slingshots him in the back of the head, like, Mm. he just, he's like, ow, my head. Well, my theory is that he's a big, strong person, but you could be a big, strong person and still be a wimp. My 
best understanding is that he is bigger and heavier, but even though he weighs more, he's not any stronger than normal. Okay, that works too. That that's the that's the vibe I got from it. But you need to be strong to carry that weight. I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's it listen, it's weird magic. It doesn't necessarily have to make perfect sense. No, it doesn't. It's a comedy show, but it doesn't yeah. have to make any sense at all, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's at some point you have to be able to just say it's a cartoon. Yeah. Which I mean, uh, it would be like let's let's face it, this is a wacky comedy show and it would be very silly if they started getting like, you know, really scientific with it and started attaching numbers to like fighting ability and stuff. That would be super dumb. That'd be absurd, yeah. Um <laughs> But uh, one thing we did not touch on is that the villagers keep alluding to a prophecy that they'd be saved by a young boy. Okay, that's not a Japanese. Yeah, that's only in the. Oh, that's only in the dub. Okay, that makes sense because that prophecy is nonsense because this is a recent problem they've been having. Uh, But I I like to think that the boy with the slingshot was the prophesied boy, and Goku's just showed up and messed it up. (laughs) That's pretty good. I like that. Goku explains that he's not afraid of him because he knows karate from his grandpa. And, and he's uh, like, fuck you, kid, prove it. I'm going to lay out these bricks. Yeah, and uh, you could break them with one hand if you were good at karate. And Goku's like, yeah, well, check this out. I'm going to do it with one finger. And he just mashes his finger through the bricks. And then Oolong's like, huh, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> yeah, at this point, Oolong realizes he's boned and uh, turns into a bat and flies away. And <laughs> there's a moment in the dub, at least, where as he's flying away, he go- he says to himself, Ha! Good thing that kid doesn't know how to fly. <laughs> that, that's just a dub, but it's a good line. I'm glad it's there. Uh, and then uh, Goku flies in on the Nimbus after him, and uh, Oolong transforms into a rocket to try and escape him, but the Nimbus is real, real fast, you guys. Slightly faster than a rocket. Uh, and he manages to catch him. Or no, he manages to stay on him until his five minutes run out, and he starts to fall. At which point Goku saves him, because, you know, Goku's a good boy. Is he? Ish. Eh. but he ties oolong up brings him back to the village and uh the villagers all force him to uh lead them to where their daughters are and he takes them like a hundred feet past the edge of the village to a giant mansion he lives in just across like basically across the street it seems like uh and he explains that he has hustled a lot of people out of their money and that's how he can live in such a big house I do, I do love that the villagers are never just like, hmm, should we check out this giant fucking palace near the village to see if maybe that's where Oolong's hanging out? They walk for, like, five seconds to get to Oolong's palace. You mentioned a part where, like, Bulma starts, like, you know, like, bossing everybody around, and Goku's like, wow, Bulma, you're, like, a lot more courageous when he's tied up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goku could be a smartass when he wants. Well, the thing, he's not being a smartass. He's being serious. He doesn't understand the connection there. <laughs> he's like, wow, Bulma, you're being so brave now that he's been tied up and neutralized. <laughs> yeah. And speak, well, actually, I don't know. I think I think Goku really is uh, uh, smarter than he lets on because, like, sure. uh, Oolong st- starts to, like, get a little shifty-eyed when he when they're kind of marching back to the palace. And Goku says, oh, no, yeah, don't yeah, you yeah. think about it. You try to turn into an ant or something to escape, I will fucking step on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so, Oolong brings him inside, where he reveals the two daughters he's already stolen. Three. Are, oh, there's three. You're right. Yeah, there's yeah. Lee, Hedge, and Hog. Oh, boy. Those All are right. names. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're One of them is Splendor. 
<laughs> yeah, one of them is like laying on a lounge chair in a fur coat, sipping on a drink. One of them is like doing aerobics in some eighties ass aerobics wear, which is <laughs> pretty great. Yeah, and I forget what the other one's doing. I mean, the third one's just kind of behind a bar having a some wine. It looks like. <laughs> uh, yeah, but they're all totally fine, and they they could have left whenever they wanted to, but they like it here. Yeah, like as soon as Oolong walks in, one of them's just like, "Hey, Oolong, welcome back. Did you buy me that ring you promised?" Yeah, and yeah. Oolong's just like, "You know what? I thought women would be a good thing to have around, but actually, they kind of take some like effort. So, can you just take them back, please?" Yeah, I thought the wives were basically just fancy talk for slaves, but that's not what happened. <sighs> Fuck you, Long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Long. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, the old lady's like, well, all's well that ends well. Here's your Dragon Ball ball. And she's like, yay! And that's the end of the episode. Yep. Pretty, uh, you know. So, yeah. I, thought, I mean, like, I, I'm really glad that they didn't have any interference from Pilaf. He's dead now. Oh, right. Yeah. Upper yeah, Pilaf is dead. I forgot he definitely died last time. He drowned in the <laughs> ocean. What's great is, like, the the screen episode preview screenshot for this episode on the Funimation website is a close-up of Emperor Pilaf's face. Yeah, who does not appear in this episode. Not at all. <laughs> I guess it must be from the title sequence. It must I, be. I don't know. I don't know how they yeah. determine the screenshots. They might be randomly generated. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I did put out a questions post, but nobody yes. answered it. Oh. Yeah. I forgot to do yeah. them, too. I said I was going to do I, them before the thing. Yeah. we. I'll try and do it like a day in advance next time. That'll give us a little more time for to build Wait, up questions. Wait, how long ago did you do it this time? Like when we started. So I've given them, you know, the past 30 minutes to send God in. damn it, Luke. That's what we do on Totally Reprise. It works out fine. Well, yeah, totally but Totally Reprise is like a good base. podcast. We get more <laughs> We get more questions than we know what to do with over there. Um. Well, I'll tell you what. This is only 35 minutes. We could cut it here, but does anyone have a good idea for a segment we can do? Mike, you've always got new segments up your sleeve. What you got for me, no, bud? No, I prepare those in advance. Like, when I do, like, oh. game shows and shit on TWA, I prepare that, like, days in advance. Mike oh. is a good boy who is responsible, who works on things. I don't know what any of that means. Yeah, some of us <laughs> don't, like, wing shit. <laughs> what? Why not? I'm not good at it. Where's your post? Let me just retweet it, see if it helps. <laughs> I mean, it's already been retweeted by the Audio Entropy account and Molly and I think someone, I think maybe Ashley? Yeah, I know, I just... Just gonna try. <laughs> yeah, we'll just we'll just sit here and well, you know okay, what? Let's you know, just let's, go. Let's, let's okay, real we quick. Have, do we have any Gmail questions? I got a question. I already checked the Gmail. Yeah, I well, got a what question. question do you have, Mike? Yeah, go for it. Seriously though, does the mm-hmm. show ever stop being terrible? It it does I mean, at some point, at least by DBZ. But yeah, I know really that. I know this stuff isn't in DBZ, so somewhere between then and now, it must get better. I just, uh, I just. Mm. Yeah, I, d- I don't know. I don't yeah. know. It's not. It's not ideal right now. I'm. I'm. Mm. What's the next episode? Even let's let's look at that. Let's see if that's even. Yeah, that's maybe. something we should look at. Oh, uh, we're gonna meet Yamcha. I have a bad feeling about that for some reason. I don't remember anything of the episode oh, exactly. Is, but is it because it's an episode of Dragon Ball? Yeah, it's an episode of Dragon Ball that's introducing a male character. L- wait, isn't that all of them so far? Yeah, I think yeah, I guess so. <laughs> What's one introduce Pokawatha, who's very important. Right, yeah, yeah. I will I mean <laughs> Pokawatha like Pokawatha for Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yeah. Y- Yamcha's okay at the beginning, I, at least, because like 
I don't want to say anything because I want Mike right, to yeah, experience. Yeah. Don't it, want to spoil next week's episode. He's okay uh, at the beginning, and um, how how horny is Yamcha? That's the real question. He's definitely horny at some point. He's. I can't say anything. Honestly, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't want to spoil it, but yeah. Um. All right, then let's call it there. I guess. That's a short episode. We're sorry. That it's was fine. a really short episode. Podcasts yeah. are allowed to be short. It's fucking wild. I don't know. This feels weird to me. I don't like it. <laughs> we must have forgotten something. We must have skipped. Listeners, some... if you want, if you want, you know, longer episodes, send us questions, please. <laughs> send us questions. Yeah, this one did also give us. And also, the show should get slightly better, so I feel okay dwelling on it longer. And and hope and hopefully, you know, like. We get like a set day because that probably would help. And people are like, "Oh, it's like Hiffel." That would also help. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. so you know, totally surprised when... as a Wednesday thing, you know. Right, right, right. So where can people actually send us questions? I feel like we've neglected to mention that. We should say that. Uh, head on over to Twitter at Hifflecast. That's H F I L Cast. Uh, you can also send them to Hifflecast at Gmail dot com. Um, I'm checking that right now because we're getting so few Twitter questions, but uh, you know. Uh, probably the Twitter is the better place to look. Um, actually, wait a second. I think there was one question from last week that got asked too late. Maybe we can pull that one up. Yeah, let's oh. up. Oh, we got two here. Okay. Oh, yeah. Cool. Uh, let's see. Well, this one's... No, never mind. Only one no, of them was no, any good. No, 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 All no, right. no, 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 Well, Dory asked. Mingu, for, uh, Audio Entropy guy, says, Jordan. did you ever play the... Yeah, Jordan. Did you ever play the card game Anna Mayhem? I remember it used scenes from DB slash DBZ slash the movies... Frothy mugs of water. I don't know what that last part means, and I've never heard of this card game. Yeah, Neither have I. Sorry, Jordan. Let's look up Animayhem. Maybe that'll give us something to talk about. Uh, Animayhem. Uh, it's an out-of-print anime-based collectible card game released in 1996. Yeah. All right. And it's based okay. on anime in general. It looks like it's published by Upper Deck, the baseball oh, card yeah, yeah. people. They it- published. I don't know if they still publish Yu-Gi-Oh, but they did for a while. No, Konami publishes Yu-Gi-Oh. In Japan, they always have. I know Upper Deck published Yu-Gi-Oh at one point, at least. That Konami might have taken it over. But yeah, I, I see like oh, Ranma wow. cards. I see Dragon Ball cards. I see Evangelion cards. I'm, I'm looking Lama at the card here. sets here, actually. So set zero is Bubblegum Crisis, El Hazard, Ranma one half, and Tenchi Moyo. Okay. Uh, set two is Armitage three, Dominion Tank Police, Oh My Goddess, Phantom Quest Court, and Project Aiko. And then set two, the final set is just Dragon Ball Z. Rama Saotome boy type is a card. <laughs> Rama Saotome girl type. Oh my god. Uh, I did I did look it up. I can't confirm. Upper Deck uh, still publishes Yu-Gi-Oh cards in America. Oh, Konami does it in Japan, but yeah. Konami's yep. just, Konami's still on the cards here. Right, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they still it looks like Upper Deck bought the rights to Konami's like card publisher uh, arm or something. Okay. So like, they publish it under the Konami label. How do they even deck. make this card game? There's just so many different properties in this. Yeah, Funny. I have no idea. Yeah, well, yes. Maybe, like, maybe they were, like, a studio. Maybe, like, it was... But I don't think the same studio had Dragon Ball and Ranma. Uh, apparently, apparently, this was shortly after Magic the Gathering, like, first really exploded in popularity. And everyone was just like, oh, man, we need a we need a collectible card game. Right, so maybe that was, like, the one time when you could convince investors to throw a lot of money at a card game. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. guess. Because, like, I mean, like, Viz had um, Ranma, and then Funimation had 
like Dragon Ball, and then I see Sailor Moon here, which was Deke. So I mean, like, I do remember there was a Dragon Ball Z specific card game that I never played, but when I went to like every anime the... is a card game, I think. Like, yeah, yeah, but I remember like game. when I went to the uh, the Yu Gi Oh events at Books a Million on Saturday mornings. Uh, there were some kids playing the Dragon Ball Z card game, and I never played it, but it, I wanted to. Uh, it had the main thing I remember about it is that I think you had like one hero that had like his power levels written on the side, and I think the goal was to power up all the way. Like you had a little plastic, you had like a little plastic slider that you connected to your card that you moved up to note like what power level you were at. It's kind of. We cute. should look that up. We should do a bonus episode where we just play the Dragon Ball Z card game. I mean, I'd be down. That sounds awesome. <laughs> There's got to be a mod for it on like Tabletop Simulator That'd or something. Be Let's sweet. look into it. Okay, I'd be a mod but... for being in the room and occasionally saying things. I guess. No, fuck off. You're playing. Um, <laughs> More than one game, no, Michael. You like card games, Michael? I don't know if I want to play a Dragon Ball card game. Um. Well, I mean, that's that's what's tough, he, what's buddy. The, how, how is the pissing Pokemon's mechanic Pokemon's in this part game. Uh, it's the Dragon Ball wait, Z wait, card wait. game. There's... Anna, Anna Mayhem had Pokemon in it. Oh, jeez, what? That's what crazy. fuck? <laughs> okay. okay, so okay. what's the other question? Uh, the other question, it was even less comprehensible. It was, uh... At Witsuaro asks... Oh, hi, Gwen. Is Poir Yamcha's Tomoyo? I don't know what that means. Okay. Tomio. In Cardcaptor Sakura. Is oh, a... he's the little bear thing. No. That's, that's Caro. Oh, okay. I thought I knew something, but I didn't. No, Tomoya you didn't. is the extremely, like, gay friend that Sakura has. Oh, that's always filming her? Yeah. yeah she, she's in love with Sakura, but yeah. she, like, can never be her girlfriend because right. she just doesn't feel about Tomio the same way. So she, right, like, right, but she's right, still right. attached to Sakura and, like... Wants to make her as happy as possible and everything. Which sounds a lot like Puar, actually. Yeah, a little bit, actually. Puar <laughs> is pretty much like that with Yamcha. Uh, so is yeah, it, is it as tragic? It's not, it's not as tragic, I guess. I mean, Tomio seems pretty happy about it, but it's gotta be hard. And she's only, like, a kid when this show, like, is a shit taking place. So who knows how she feels when she's 20. And she's still, like, right, Sakura. Right. That's true. Um, so I don't know. But I have to say that Poir is a... I mean, it's a pretty good comparison. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, well... Uh... Um, actually, we have another question. Oh, do we? On we oh, Twitter, did we get one on the new one? Cameron asks, what's your favorite tea? Um, I'm not a huge tea drinker. Uh, I like chai. Yeah, chai tea is good. I might I might just go with you on that one. Um, Just chai, Luke, because chai is just Indian for tea, so... You being redundant? Well... Okay, I don't know. I've I'm just, always I'm just teasing you. <laughs> well, I don't I don't know anything. Oh, I'm sorry, Luke. I was just being a, an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan of like proper like hot brewed tea because I'm you know sure. I'm one of those assholes. I mean, I'll I'll enjoy a good Arnold Palmer sometimes, but like you like not the really... sweat teas. Yeah. yeah. The those those the southern teas that's like half sugar. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's just like it's just syrup with ice. A little bit, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the tea that's out the McDonald's. I drink a lot right, of exactly. iced tea at home, which is a mix between yeah. green tea and uh, orange pico tea. I never had oolong. Yeah, I, I haven't either. I've which had is the whole green reason tea, for this which question. is like I wouldn't drink green tea for like oh this is delicious, but it it I don't know there's something to it. It's I like green tea. Sick. 
Again, we mix we mix green tea up with the orange pico to kind of have it so we get the benefits of green tea, but also the taste of the yeah 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 the yeah, normal yeah. like black tea. Uh, I've had like I don't know what you even call it like British style tea. I don't like know Earl what the Grey word for that is. or like what do you mean British style like I don't know just like tea ass tea the kind you have with crumpets black tea. Sure. Okay. Uh, and then I've had chai, which is I like chai. Chai's very good. Yeah. All right. I think that's going to do it for us this week. Um, I am going to put a question post out a little earlier next time. And everyone, if you're listening, you need to ask some questions because I'm going to fill time by reading the rule book to the Dragon Ball Z card game if we don't get more questions that's next time. That's a threat. <laughs> that is the threat I am putting on all of you. I have. A, here's the thing, though. If there's anything I've learned, uh, Audio Entropy listeners love when we end up having to make terrible decisions like that. Mm -hmm. So that might not be a threat. That might be an incentive for them not to send us any questions. Mm. Oh, shit. You're right. Well, I've got the rule book on uh, dbztcg.com right here. It can happen at any moment. So, it's, it's you know. Be, it's going to be a constant threat. Any 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 episode we don't have questions in, Luke will read that. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to read the, the two-sentence intro just to let you know that this is not empty. I, this is me cocking the gun, listeners. <laughs> Welcome to the world of Dragon Ball Z trading card game. In the Dragon Ball Z trading card game, you'll construct your own customized deck and battle it out with an opponent to determine the fate of the galaxy. There's more where that came from. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Mike, where can we find you online? Um, you can find me on Teenagers with Attitude. You can find me on Going Pear Shaped. Both of those are right here on AudioEntropy.com. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm on Twitter at Mike Loves Rabbit. And um, yeah, that's about that. Okay, Emily. Um, uh, you can find me on Audio, Audio Entropy podcast as well. I am on uh, Warren Beast on um, In Pursuit of Passions, and I often guest spot on. Uh, Teenagers of Attitude. I also guested recently on Transmission Radio, which was a pretty big deal for me. <laughs> it was it was a really fun episode to record, and it was nice to be able to like uh, participate in a podcast that you know affected my life in a in a pretty big way. So mm. that was fun. Um, and you can also get me on Twitter at this is Emeralds, and my uh, art Tumblr is DangerChair.tumblr.com. Okay, you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find uh, me on a whole bunch of podcasts over on AndreaEntropy.com. There's your Teenagers of Attitude, your Cosmic Calls, your Let Me Tell You About Homestucks, your Totally Reprises, your Let's Places. It's so many. And hey, go over to AndreaEntropy.com even if all those sound bad, because there's like a million more podcasts over there. We got more than we know what to do with, even. Uh, just go listen to all of them. And go on iTunes and give us nice reviews about all of them. Speaking of which, I think this show is going to be showing up on iTunes pretty soon here. Uh, hop on over to iTunes, take a look over there, give us nice reviews, subscribe, give us the five stars. That's what I got. Let's get out of here. Will they please just stop with the weird sex comedy? It's not funny and it's just offensive. Please, for the love of God, deliver us from this hellhole that is Dragon Ball.